A man walks into a diner one day, walks up to the counter, and proceeds to order a bowl of chili. No, wait- don't do it. <laughs> the waitress says that the man sitting next to him just ordered the last bowl that they had. The man was just sitting there, not eating the chili. After watching him not eating for a while, the first man asks him, Are you going to eat that? The second man replies, No, you can have it if you want. So the first man takes the bowl and starts eating. About halfway through the bowl, he's chewing when he feels a crunch. He looks down only to see a half-dead rat in the chili. He immediately throws all of it up back into the bowl. The second man looks at him and said, Yeah, that's about as far as I got, too. That's a bad (laughs) joke, and I hate it. You take it back. (laughs) You know what I just realized? I only realized half the joke because I I just realized he ate the other guy's barf, too. Thanks. Yeah, that that, that helps. (laughs) Did you forget? Did you not notice that either? (laughs) Yeah, I noticed it the first time you told it because it's disgusting. It's you know what so I found gross. out the other day? Have you ever seen the scientist who invented R- the Rorschach test? The actual Rorschach, the guy? I did, but I couldn't decide on how um, what he looked like. <laughs> he looks like Brad Pitt. No, Have you he ever doesn't. seen him? A- yes, he does. He looks like he looks like Brad. Everybody, just go to Google and, and Google a picture of Herman Rorschach. He looks like he could be, like Brad Pitt is a fucking time traveler, and went back <laughs> and invented the Rorschach test. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, okay, I'm doing it right now. I'm going to go. I'm going to look up. How, what's his name? Herman? Uh, Herman Rorschach. However you spell it, you know Google will correct it for you. Don't you hate that? You, like, I, I hate that my, my brain is Oh, look, is so everyone dumb. seems to think that Herman Rorschach looks like Brad Pitt. Yeah. No, well, he I, doesn't. You know what's weird? He does. He does, he does not either. He even has that fat-lipped thing going on. That fat-lipped thing. You know what's funny? I finished watching Fight Club last night, and then I went on Twitter, and it w- uh-huh. and that was just a picture that someone shared. They were like, "This is Herman Rorschach," and I'm and underneath, I was like, I was like, Ugh, "This looks like Brad Pitt," and everybody else thought he looked a lot like Brad Pitt. Well, he, he looks. Look- he look. You know what he looks like? He looks like he could be his brother or his yeah, dad. Yeah, his brother or his dad or a distant relation. But equally, no, not distant. Very close. He he's equally handsome too, though. That's the thing. Are you in love with Herman Rorschach? No, no, no. I'm not even in love with Brad Pitt. I got to tell you, I, I, I never really found him very attractive except in Fight Club. Like, that was the only movie that I ever was like, oh, my God. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, all the rest, I'm just like, that's Brad Pitt. He's handsome. You know, it's, it's like me with, it's like me with uh, Casablanca. This is kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you haven't liked him in any other movies? Oh no, I, I enjoy his acting. I, I think he's an he's a great actor. I I I've liked him. I, I think he's I, especially uh, I really really enjoyed him in in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Mm. I, I thought I thought he was great in that. Um, a lot of his films were fluff, but I mean, you mm-hmm. know, what are you gonna do with the guy who's so fucking you know cute? He takes up the whole screen. Right, know? right. So are See, you gonna tell everybody what you've been doing at work? Yeah. So when I'm alone or bored. This is this is what I've been doing. Dun 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 dun. Draw law and order. And why have you been doing that at work? Law and order. 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 Because that's all they fucking watch. 
And then I go, making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. We're watching Law and Order. And this time I put my cum on the sandwich and made you eat it. It was so funny. Why, why does everything default, <laughs> default to your body fluids? That's all right. I peed in your drink and you drank it. Because I'm Tyler Durden too. I'm never, <laughs> ever eating at your house. Oh, Ever. Sure. You know what's funny? <laughs> the, 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 the dining room is adjacent to the kitchen, so you could see everything I'm doing. <laughs> Except for the pre-prepared stuff. You know what I you know what I found out the other day that I was actually I I never realized it, but I probably should have, but my dumb brain wouldn't let me. Sour cream is almost has almost the flavor and texture of yogurt. Yeah. It's just, plain it's white, just plain yogurt, yogurt is sweet. Yeah, I, I used to eat plain yogurt, but I never realized that plain yogurt without sugar is fucking sour cream. It just tastes it's like sour It's very close. Cream. There's You can taste a subtle difference, but yeah. <laughs> like, this week was a week for realizations. Okay, what is, did you have another realization while you were sitting there going, this is almost like yogurt? <laughs> yeah, I was like... No, I can't think of anything now. You okay. put me on the spot. I see. This is why I'd never be good at improv comedy. You couldn't think put of me anything. Up on, put me up on stage. I'd be like, guys, hold on a sec. All of our friends are there, and I'm, I'm like shaking, and then all of a sudden I go, I need Jason to say something funny <laughs> first. <laughs> you know what? That, that would actually be a great joke to start with, what? is having you sit there off to the right. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of our, like, and I'm like, I'm like hold on And I throw up in a bowl. <laughs> and like, what? I'm not funny unless my best friend does something does something stupid. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, and like people would probably think that's hilarious for a. It's it's like uh, what do you call it? Uh, who's that comedian that he was? Uh, Andy Kaufman. Like, yeah. A lot of his stuff I never really found funny until I got older, and then I was until like, old, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I guess I understand why that's funny. <laughs> the Mighty Mouse skit is definitely is definitely a more hilarious the later when you you're watch older it. than when you're younger. Yeah. I loved his when he did an impression of All in the Family. He's like, now my impression of All in the Family. Everybody stupid. You stupid. <laughs> Thank you very much. Go go with make the food meathead. Uh, Rob Reiner was in that. Yeah, he was. That's, yeah. He was the liberal hippie guy. And Sally Struthers. Yeah, before she ate the world or whatever it was that she did. <laughs> Can you imagine how insulting it is to have this gig- this huge, fat American woman show up in these tiny little t- towns in Africa full of starving children? Are you, what are you doing? You coming to kiss me? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. His pants are off, everybody. No, no. I can see his pants. Yet. You can see his. I thought you were going to say I can see his penis. <laughs> I can. No. Hi, Jason. Hi, sweetie. Uh, you want to start a show? Okay, fine. Wait, I, I got another joke. Hold on. No. Wait. No, we're I got starting. Another, I actually do. Three, I got another joke. Shut up. Nope, I got three, another joke. Hold on. Hold two, on. I got, no, I got several. Three, I got several. Okay. God no, damn on. it. <laughs> He's reading them out of the big, gross joke book. One day, a man was fixing a car, and he accidentally got brake oil in his mouth. He was about to spit it out, but then he thought, hmm, this tastes pretty good. So he would not He would keep drinking brake oil. But his friends were getting worried about him. They were like, dude, that can't be healthy. But he said, don't worry. I can stop any time. That's three. <laughs> it's a fun. Two, I had to do one with a fun. Shut up. Three, two, one.
Hello everybody and welcome to Let Me Finish Too Bad One Story, One Million Interruptions. I am Jason Harding and I'm angry about a joke. <laughs> and a pun. I am Atticus Pun. And on this show we read a story, right Annie? Yeah. And what are we reading? We are reading chapter 7 of Dracula. That's right. Dracula's been gone for a little while. Yeah, I know. We gotta we gotta speed things up. We gotta move along. So right Dracula, now, all we've been reading about is this lady's love life. He can hear him on. We can hear him on the wind. He's coming. We can hear him. <laughs> so am I. I'm on the wind. He's not. He's still back in on Transylvania. On the wings of love. Oh my Keanu god. flies. Just in case someone has noticed that there's a slight difference in the energy level, we're recording this way earlier in the day than we normally do. I think we should do this every every Saturday. He's, okay, so he's got lots of energy. Right now it's Grandpa's nap time, so I'm like a little goofy. I actually took a nap before we started. That's why I said let's well, start at seven I... instead of six. I went I went running right after work, and then I came home, made myself yeah. something to eat, and took a nap. Took took That's a, a nice. fat kid nap because I ate two cheeseburgers. You ate two cheeseburgers. That's <laughs> called a fat kid nap. It's when you when you drink a lot of a lot of diet coke, <laughs> and then you eat you eat a shitload of, of I I fry my burgers and bacon you hide fat under the house and cram Twinkies in your mouth until you you lay down on the ground. <laughs> You know, I, I, I think I'm, I might, I might slow down with the fat kid jokes, just because, like, mm -hmm. my daughter's best friend is this little, this little bowling ball of a kid, Aww. and he has, he has, he has like yellow curly hair, and year-round tan skin. He's just like this really sweet, cute little kid. Yeah. And he, she, she comes to me, and like, she always comes to me with the issues that she has with him, though, because he, he does these, like, he's always trying to hug her. She's like, he makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm like, well, tell him to stop. Yeah. Like you gotta have a voice. If not, I'll yeah, have to chop do. his dick off and shove it right. up his ass. You gotta draw a line, otherwise he's gonna show up with no pants off and he's gonna be jerking it over you while you're asleep. Yeah, you exactly. You need to draw sweetheart. boundaries. Yeah, no, but he 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 loves. He's in love with her. I know he's in love with yeah, her. Yeah, he loves and her I, and he loves big meaty sandwiches apparently. And he eats twin. He plays hockey. He eats Does Twinkies. He? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Does he skate or roll? Oh no, he skates. He skates, definitely skates, and he's. Good I at literally it. meant, do they just roll him around on the ice? I, I knew that. <laughs> I was just blocking your pun. See, I blocked. Fine, I whatever. Blocked you may I'm, not want to make jokes about this kid, but I have goalie. no emotional attachments to him. No, no. So, no. how did they get him out of the tube at the Waka Chocolate Factory? <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That's why he has permanently tanned skin. He got stained from all the cocoa. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So you ever seen? You know what a pooty is, right? A what? A pooty. A pooty. A pooty. A pooty is something that was started in medieval art, but continued on to the Renaissance in order to make females have male babies. So whenever you see a little cherubic baby peeing into a fountain. Yeah, it, and it's always a little little boy with an un, holding a little uncircumcised. Yeah, you, penis. you seldom ever see little girls squatting open legged into yeah. a fountain, <laughs> or or in a painting you see the angels with with their little wings and they have curly hair and they have a yeah, little yeah, fat yeah, belly yeah. and they're like, look at my dick, look at my dick. <laughs> that's that's what this kid looks like, except he's not naked, obviously. <laughs> so you like, could totally see him standing on the edge of a fountain peeing into it. 
And he's like, come here, little miss. Your dad's yeah. not here. Yeah. <laughs> and then Except he takes while he's doing it, fingers. he's eating a chocolate bar. No. He's actually an incredible... He wears, like, glasses and, like, I don't know. Oh, the poor guy. kid. Yeah. But he's he's cute. You know, he's a cute little kid. You know, I, I don't want to pinch his cheeks because they'll probably think it's weird or something. But I don't know. <laughs> It'll go away. That'll make him go away. You get my point? Here, just take the weirdness out of him. Invite him over to your house when no one else is there. And then offer him the money to pinch his cheeks. It's a fair exchange, right? <laughs> exactly. His mother won't have a problem with that at all. Maybe you can, maybe you can bake him like a cake. And you say, you can have all this delicious cake. And then she for- calls and she's like, oh, good. I thought that he was gay. That's how you <laughs> prove it. I don't think he is. I think what about he's... what about this thing with my daughter though? Oh, he's just experimenting. Keep pinching his cheeks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has made a statue out his of his face and... cheeks. Everybody, his face cheeks. His face, not his butt cheeks. Come on, what do you think we are, monsters? Yes. All right. Chapter seven. Besides, those things are probably so fat they feel like they're filled with pudding. Who wants that? <laughs> All right. Addy likes the rock hard ones that he sees in all of his porn that he watches. Yes, yes, that involve people of age. <laughs> he wants a butt that can stop bullets. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, I've, I've honestly, I think I got, I've seen guys, but you know, with bowling ball bellies, and that, that doesn't. I told you that doesn't matter to me anymore. I know. It's just, it a, it's just a thing that's like a glimmer that happens. Yeah. I'm like, I have you... that, that, that dick belongs in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, I don't. It's it's just. Huge. Please make your next book all the dicks that belong in my mouth, and it's just a a picture coffee table book of of just guys that I've randomly yeah, secretly taken like, pictures of and be like that dick belongs in my mouth. Exactly. You know what I bet you anything people would think it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, that's. You know what I would be like? Excuse me, sir. You are so photogenic. I need to take a picture of you right now is that okay and if they say no then i walk away but if they say right. yes i take the picture and i go this is going in my coffee book all the dicks that belong in my mouth and then run away <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you get him to I sign the it. release <laughs> you can say your consent was on film <laughs> <laughs> all the all the d <laughs> <laughs> all the d all right speaking of d d who do you, do you want to read first it's whitby who is it? I don't know who Whitby is. Oh, it's a... it's a. Okay, I'll read right. first. Chapter 7. Cutting from the tale Daily Graph. 8 August. Pasted in Mina Mur- Murray's journal. From a correspondent. With Whitby. One of the greatest and suddenest storms on record has just been experienced here, with results both strange and unique. The weather had been somewhat sultry. Like a prostitute in Spain. Oh, those were the days. No, I think when that this I is would... the guy who takes people's blood pressure with his <laughs> mouth. Don't forget. <laughs> this isn't, no, this is just some reporter. All the guys with that voice take blood pressure with their mouth. <laughs> no, they don't. But not to any degree uncommon in the month of August. Saturday evening was a fi- was as fine as was ever known. This is no great no, this guy. His talent is that he can take the temperature by bring by bringing his cock out in public. Holiday, yes. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, I'm waving my dick. Oh dear, Whitby has his cock out again. <laughs> Look at it. It's seventy-five degrees Fahrenheit. Whereas I, of holiday makers, laid out yesterday for visits to Mulgrave Woods, Robin Hood's Bay, 
Brigmill, Runswick, Stathies, and various trips to the neighborhood of Whitby. The streamers, Emma and Scarborough, made trips up and down the coast, and there was an unusual amount of tripping, both to and from Whitby. <coughs> Excuse me, man, do you taste blue? I taste blue. He's tripping. My teeth have voices. The day was unusually fine till the afternoon. Then some of the gossips who frequent the East Cliff churchyard and from that commanding eminence watched the wide sweep of the sea visible to the north and east called attention to a sudden show of mare's tails high in the sky to the northwest. The wind was blowing from the southwest in the mild degrees, which in barometric language is ranked number two light breeze. By Holy shit, this is boring. <laughs> it is boring. The ghost guard on duty at once made a report, and one old fisherman, who for, for more than half a century has been kept kept watch on weather signs from the east cliff, foretold in an empathic manner that the coming of the sudden storm... The approach of sunset was so very beautiful, so grand in its masses of splendidly colored clouds, that there was quite an assemblage on the walk along the cliff in the old churchyard to enjoy the beauty. Before the sun dipped below the black mass of Kettleness, standing boldly athwart the western sky, its downward way was marked by myriad clouds of every sunset color flame. He's literally describing a sunset. This is supposed to be a news article, and he hasn't even gotten to the main bit about well, they had to the do storm. It like Dickensian style. Because that's how it, that's how they sold newspapers. Like, this yeah. is my entertainment for the day. <laughs> I know there are no movies, there are no iPods, there, there are no no porno shows. This porno doesn't exist. So I gotta listen to a sunset or jerk off while I'm doing it's it. It's either go go into town and get another prostitute and some heroin, or read this newspaper article about a sudden storm in some bumfuck Egypt place in England. Oh, the experience was not lost on the painters, and doubtless some of the sketches of the prelude to the great storm will grace the R and A and R I walls next month. I guess it's a museum. I don't know. More than one captain made up his mind then and there that his cobble or his mule, as they term so the that, different that's what they're calling it now, would remain in the harbor <laughs> till the storm had passed. The wind fell away Jason entirely. Jason is vomiting. During the evening and at midnight, there was a dead calm, a sultry heat, and that prevailing intensity which, on the approaching of thunder, affects persons of a sensitive nature. Who? What? What? Who? Okay, fine. Oh, oh. There were but a few they're, lights in the... What? They're sensitive to thunder. I guess. The few lights in the sighted sea, for even the coasting steamers, which usually hug the shore so closely, kept well to seaward. And but few fishing boats were in sight. The only sail noticeable was a foreign schooner with all sails set, which was seemingly going westwards. The foolhardiness of or ignorance of her officers was a prolific theme for comment while she remained in sight, and efforts were made to signal her to reduce sail in face of her danger. Before the night shut down, she was seen with sails idly flapping as she gently rolled on the undulating swell of the sea. As, as idle, it's the same. It's the same one. Huh? It's the same one. As idle as a painted ship upon a painted ocean. No way. It's the same story. I don't Shortly care. Shortly before ten o'clock, the stillness of the air. I'm coming out. Impressive. It's my turn. 
and the silence was so marked that the bleating of a sheep in land or the barking of a dog in town was distinctly heard, and the band on the pier, with its lively French air, was like a discord in the great harmony of nature's silence. A little after midnight, now is the winter of our discord in the great harmony of nature's silence. We came a strange sound from over the sea, and high overhead the air began to carry a strange, faint, hollow booming. Then, without warning, the tempest broke with a rapidity which, at the time, seemed incredible, and even afterwards it is impossible to realize the whole aspect of nature at once became convulsed. The waves rose. I knocked over one of my lights. <laughs> What's that? Oh, it's, oh, oh you have a good setup again. for filming. What? You have one... one it's a di- light diffuser, isn't it? Yeah. S- stay standing up. I command thee to stay standing there up. There we are. There I we command go. you, lamp. Else I shall curse you. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, the waves rose a growing fury, each overtopping its fellow till in a very few minutes it's the l- lately glassy sea was like a roaring and devouring monster. White crested waves beat madly on the level sands and rushed up the shelving cliffs. Others broke over the piers and Sounds more like an their... asteroid strike on the ocean. <laughs> that does yeah, I know, and with the spumes Oh, you know swept... what this is bringing, though. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and on the, the storm landforms... we heard... <laughs> The lighthouse which rose from the end of the pier of Whitby Harbour. The wind roared like thunder and blew with such force that it was with difficulty that even strong men kept their feet or clung with grim clasp to the iron stanchions. It was found necessary to clear the entire piers for the mass of onlookers or, or else the fatalities of the night would have been increased manifold. To add to the difficulties and dangers of the time, masses of sea fog came drifting inland, white, wet clouds which swept in well, I would hope ghostly that fashion. <laughs> I know. They're so clouds dank. of ammonia. And death and cold. Just, oh, Jesus. Have you ever read what the effects of ammonia gas were? Um, I mean, I can imagine they're terrible. It's it's pretty basic. The first reported so. of them, when they first tested it, they said that this it turned the uh, grass gray. It nice. was like you could see it moving, even though it was invisible gas, you could see it as it moved across the landscape, killing everything in sight. There are seas of that on, on uh, is it Io? I think it's Io. I'm pretty sure that it's just ammonia, it's ammonia gas. You know who will correct us in the comments? Anyways. True. Hold on anyway, a second. Uh, <laughs> I don't even need to Google this. So damp and cold that it needed but little effort of imagination to think that the spirits of those lost at sea were touching their living brethren with the clammy hands of death, and many a one shuddered as the wreaths of the sea mist swept by. At times the mist cleared, and the sea for some distance could be seen in the glare of the lightning, which now came thick and fast, followed by such sudden peals of thunder that the whole sky overhead seemed trembling under the shock of the footsteps of the storm. Clippity-cloppity. In other news today, a small dog wandered aimlessly into a butcher's shop. <laughs> now I'll spend nine paragraphs describing the dog. He had white and wispy hairs that came from his chin and from his mouth. And when he opened it such, they waggled back and forth. <laughs> Some of the scenes thus revealed were of immeasurable grandeur and of absorbing interest. Others See, were fucking boring. Running mountains high through skywards with each wave. I gotta tell you, though, you know what it's better than, though. What? Oh, (laughs) everything's better than that. (laughs) Wait, I'm not saying picket fences. What? I'm saying Lovecraft. Oh, yeah, it is. This is so much better. 
Here and there a fishing boat with a rag of sail running madly for shelter before the blast. Now and again the white wings of a storm-tossed seaboard. On the summit of the east cliff the new searchlight was ready for experiment, but had not yet been tried. The officers in Oops, charge sorry. of it got... what was that? That was my alarm to actually call my daughter. Oh. I, I forgot we're doing this early. Give me a sec. I call her every night to say goodnight. You want me to do this on the podcast? Yeah, may as well. Yes. Hold on a second. This is me FaceTiming her. I can't forget to do this, Jason. I'm sorry. Do you guys want to hear her? She's really cute. You need to get her permission for her to be on the show. I give it. <laughs> hey, Stinky. Hi. How are you? I'm all right. You feeling a lot better? Yeah. Yeah. What are you up to? Hello. Oh, I forgot you're having fun tonight. Without me. That's okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright. I love you, sweetheart. Good night. I love you too. Bye. Bye. Just cut out the other little girl's name. Oh yeah, she's drinking. You didn't say it. Huh? She did. She, she said... Now you said... Oh, god damn it. So now you know what to look for. No. All right, let's keep going, talking about Dixon stuff after I just called my little girl. She was wearing a cute little choker necklace and a stranger she thing. She doesn't sound like a little girl. She sounds like okay. a teenager. She was wearing a stranger things t-shirt. It was so cute. Yeah, and you had to make sure that you tried to make her feel guilty for doing anything without her father. <laughs> oh, no, no. I joke about that all the time. Hi, where are you? I'm at the gynecologist. Oh, and you didn't bring me? Who <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> do you have a yeasty? Actually, I'd probably just be like, yeasty. You got a little much. Oh, are you a yeasty the, beastie? Too much cheese on the taco. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just told my son when we were at Walmart. What was it? I, he's, he was reading the label off of something. And he said, cheesy taco. And I said, yes, never put your wing-wang in a cheesy taco. <laughs> he's like, shut up. That's how I am with her in public. <laughs> I'm like uh... that all the time. There was a, they were at, uh, we were at Michael's the other day, and because she's buying lots of art supplies, she's becoming a fantastic artist. Good, great one. Anyways, they had this set uh, that I bought when I was a child of yeah. the human body on it's a clear out, out, outside of the the human body and on the inside yeah. you can see all the body parts it's a yeah, model yeah i know it it's yeah. a model and you yeah. got to paint all the organs by number right and i said i just looked at her and i said well that's what you look like with no skin and the lady <laughs> looked at me funny who was in the next aisle i'm like why that is what you would look like without skin yeah yeah I make jokes. That, I make jokes with her that I would, I'm like, I'm like, I would never say in public. Like somebody cut me off the other day, and I yeah, said, I'm, "I'm going to kill that guy's dog." <laughs> she looked at me like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "I will kill his dog. I will. Yeah, I will literally me. break his dog's neck and then leave it on the doorstep and then paint a <laughs> pentagram just to confuse him <laughs> even more." And, she, and then after, I'm like, then afterwards, I'll do it again with the dog he buys to replace that one. Oh, God. <laughs> All because he cut me off in traffic. Right. And he doesn't know who you are, and he doesn't know why this is happening. 
because you cut me off in traffic. I'll, I'll, I'll carve that into the side of his car with my key. And I just every time, every time you wake up with a new dog, you will wake up with a dead dog the next day. <laughs> I will kill your fucking dog. <laughs> uh, I want. Anywho, uh, before long, the searchlight discovered some distance away a schooner with all sails set. Apparently the same vessel which had been noticed earlier in the evening. The wind had by this time back to the east, and there was a shudder amongst the waters on the cliff as they realized the terrible danger in which she was she now was. Between her and the realized uh, the, the port lay the great flat reef on which so many good ships have ships have from time to time suffered, and with the wind blowing from its present quarter, it would be quite impossible that she should fetch the entrance of the harbour. It was now nearly the hour of high tide, but the waves were so great that in their troughs the shallows of the shore were almost visible, and the schooner, with all sails set, was rushing with such speed that, in the words of one old salt, she must have fetched up somewhere if it was going to get in to visitory. He just speaks in consonants. <laughs> no, no, now he's only speaking in vowels. He must be having a stroke. Should we be making stroke jokes anymore? Nah, I see a lot of those. <laughs> no. Actually, one of my favorite people to take care of had a stroke. He's just, then... he's just like, no, yes, no, and fuck. That's really all he says. That's all you really need to get around in life. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, I, I, he just doesn't, he, he's so grizzled and angry. Like, he throws fists at women, and I'm the only one that can walk in, and, and like, they won't, they won't let girls go in and take care of him. I walk in, I'm oh, like, well, I'll, I'll literally pull black his blanket, I'm like, we're getting out of bed. And he's like, no, jeez, Atticus, no. And then all of a sudden, I'll be like, I'm getting you out of bed. He's like, no, no fucking shit, fuck. And he can't, he's got his old left hand all snarled up next to his body. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's really fucking funny. It's, it, though it's not. Because uh... if I keep smoking <sighs> the way I am, yeah. I will I will probably have a stroke. I'll probably have it on the show. <laughs> Stop like, it. Jason here. And it will just, you know what? It'll, it'll... refine you down to your essence. Which will be dicks, butts, cum. That's all you'll be able to say. Dick, butt, cum. You will, and you know what, though? You're such a good friend. You'll continue doing the podcast. I'll just keep doing it. I I'll don't know weep. why we keep doing I'll this I'll weep charade. through the whole thing. We'll be like, you'll be like, this week we're reading Shakespeare. Shakespeare's A Midsummer Night's Dream. And I'll, and you'll be like, and Atticus is playing Puck. And I'll be like, shit, fuck, buck, dicks. <laughs> Just Tourette style. Our intro will be, I'm Jason Harding, and you'll be like, Come in my blood! <laughs> Stop! That's so depressing! <laughs> you know what? Actually, more likely it'll be you that has a stroke first. <laughs> yeah, stop it! You son of a bitch! I hope to... Sh I hope to... I hope to whatever evil there is in hell, you never have one. Because you know there's no God, Jason. There just isn't one. Uh, we couldn't go ten podcasts without me saying it. But you know <laughs> that. There is no God. So there, that, then that automatically means that there still is a Satan. <laughs> the and if anyone's going to keep you from having a stroke, it will be the devil himself. <laughs> the wind 
Suddenly, I missed my place. Suddenly shifted to the northeast. The remnant of the sea fog melted in the blast. And then, Maribaldictu. I don't... Wait, Between the pairs, leaping from wave to wave... Maribaldictu. Klaatu, Verata, Maribaldictu. Lecti! Um... Leaping from wave I to wave. I think I said it? the words. They weren't exactly perfectly, perfectly done the right way, but I said them. <laughs> Swept the strange schooner before the blast with all sails set and gained the safety of the harbor. The searchlights followed her, and a shudder ran through all who saw her. For lashed to the helm was a corpse with a drooping head, which swung horribly <laughs> to and fro <laughs> at each that. motion of the ship. No other form could be seen on deck at all. A great awe came on, on all as they realized that the ship as if by a miracle, had found the harbor unsteered save by the hand of a dead man. However, all took place more quickly than it takes to write these words. The schooner paused not, but oh, rushing good. He across ran out the of harbor, his verbose uh, uh, yeah, acumen. pitched herself on the accumulation <laughs> his, of sand and gravel, washed by the many tides and many storms into the southeast corner of the pier jutting under the east cliff known locally as Tate Hill Pier. There was, of course. I'm going there. A considerable concussion on the vessel drove up on the sand heap. Every spar, rope, and stay was strained, and some of the top hammer came crashing down. But, strangest of all, the very instant the shore was touched, an immense dog sprang up on deck from below. That's my kind good puppy. (laughs) As if, no, it's Dracula. As if shot up by the concussion, and running forward, jumped from the bow on the sand, making straight for the steep cliff, where it immediately started to pee. No, where the churchyard hangs over the laneway. I would just pee on the deck. I'll pee in your mouth. So steeply that some of the flat tombstones, thrustines, or through stones, as they call them in the Whitby Whitby vernacular. See, right there. Actually project over the sustaining cliff has fallen away. It disappeared in the darkness, which seemed intensified just beyond the focus of the searchlight. It so happened that there was no one at the moment on Tate Hill Pier, as all those... Whose houses are I'm going in close for proximity? <laughs> we're either in bed, or we're out on the heights above. Kill that thus, fucking cat. Thus, the coast guard on duty. No, this, the cat's pretending to be the dog. Went <laughs> out to the meow <laughs> to the little pier and was first to climb on board. The men working the searchlight after scouring the entrance of the harbor without seeing anything, then turned the light on the derelict and kept it there. The coast guard ran aft. And when he came beside the wheel, bent over to examine it, and recoiled at once as though... Oh, that's right, there's a dude tied to the the fucking... Some sudden emotion. This seemed to be a peak general curiosity, and quite a number of people began to run. It is a good way (laughs) round from the West Cliff by the drawbridge to Tate Hill Pier, but your correspondent is fairly good runner and came well ahead of the crowd. When I arrived, however, I found already assembled on the pier a crowd whom the Coast Guard and police refused to allow to come on board. What's a crowd, like five people? Yeah. By the courtesy of the chief boatman, I was, as your correspondent, permitted to climb on deck and was one of the small group who saw the dead seaman whilst actually lashed to the wheel. Mm. It was no wonder that this Coast Guard was surprised or even odd, for not often can such a sight have been seen. The man was simply fastened by his hands, tied one over the other to a spoke of the wheel. Between the inner hand and the wood was a crucifix. The set of beads on it, which fastened, being around both wrists and wheel, and all kept fast by the binding cords. The poor fellow may have been 
seated at one time, but the flapping and buffeting of the sails had worked through the rudder of the wheel and dragged him to and fro. I shoved so the pole the up his butt to balance him while he did it. <laughs> with which he has <laughs> tied had cut the flesh to the bone. Accurate notes was made of the state of things, and a doctor, Surgeon J.M. Caffin, of 33 East Elliot Place, who came immediately after me, declared after making examination that the man must have been dead for quite two days. In his pocket was a bottle, carefully corked, empty save for a little roll of paper, which proved to be the addendum to the log. The Coast Guard said the man must have tied up his own hands, fastening the knots with his teeth, the fact that a Coast Guard was the first on board... What fucking idiot thinks that? What idiot goes, he did that? No, he, this, he is, did that. this is what the guy... The guy was trying to keep... Trying to make it for England without being killed by uh, Dracula. Because Dracula kills everybody on that boat. Like, everybody on that boat is dead. And so he figured the only way he could get there is to tie his hands to the steel and go. Yep, you okay? Yeah, you know, he was talking to me at the same time, so I was trying to pay attention to you and him at the same time. Ah, okay. I already started the wash. Oh, I never did? Oh, I'm stupid. I'm sorry. Did you put a Tide Pod in there? Yes, there's a Tide Pod in there. I didn't eat it today. <laughs> so, no, I I, th I always thought that Dracula had done it to him. Nope. So because... he made he was basically like, no, I'm going to be the last alive. Yeah, that's why he had a crucifix in his hand. Oh, Okay. All right, smart guy. Uh, da, 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 cannot claim the salvage, which is the right of the first civilian entering the derelict. How, uh, already, however, the legal tongues are wagging, and one law student is loudly asserting that the rights of the owner are already completely sacrificed, his property being held in contravention of the statues of Mortmain, which, since the t tiller as emblemship, if not proof of Della good God, of possession is held in a dead hand. <clears throat> it is needless to say that the dead steersman had been reverently removed from the place where he held his honorable watch and ward till death, a steadfastness as, bleh, steadfastness as noble as that of a young Casabianca and placed in the mortuary to await inquest. Eh, it was okay. Already Ca the Casabianca is less okay than Casablanca. Yeah. It's, Already... I, went, I didn't go to Casablanca this year. I went to Casabianca. How was that? Meh. I shall send in time for your next issue further details of the derelict ship which found her way so miraculously into the harbor in the storm. Whitby. Oh, God. Oh. Nine, Nine August. It's the same guy. <laughs> I don't care. Nine right, August. You're going to die. The strange arrival of the derelict in the storm last night is almost more startling than the thing itself. It turns out that the schooner is a Russian from Varna and is called the Demeter. She is almost entirely in ballast of silver sand, with only a small amount of cargo, a number of great wooden boxes filled with mold. This cargo was consigned to a Whitby solicitor. <laughs> you think it's mold, but it's not. It's come. S.F. <laughs> Billington of Seven, the Crescent, who this morning went aboard and formally took possession of the goods consigned to him. The Russian consul, too, acting for the charter party, took formal possession of the ship and paid all harbor dues, etc., Nothing is talked about here today except Can the strange coincidence. <laughs> the officials of the Board of Trade have been most exacting in seeing every compliance has been made with existing regulations. As the matter is to be a nine days wonder, they are evidently determined that there shall be no cause after the complaint. A good deal of interest was, was abroad concerning the dog which landed when the ship struck, and more than a few of the members of the SPCA, which is very strong in Whitby, have tried to befriend the animal, 
and they've been sucked dry for some reason. <laughs> they're, they're it ripped out their throats corpses. and drank their blood, <laughs> and then we still tried to be nice to it. We gave it some meat, and it was like, no, I don't want no meat. Well, one I time want they managed to subdue it, and they put it in the kennel, and the next day there was a man there. <laughs> we didn't understand what was happening. To the general disappointment, however, it was not to be found. It seems to have dissipated entirely from the town. It may be that it was frightened and made its way onto the moors, where it is still hiding in terror. There are some who took the dread on such a possibility, lest later on it, it should in itself become a danger, for it is evidently a fierce brute. Early this morning, a large dog, a half-purebred mastiff, belonging to a coal merchant close to Hill Pier, was found dead in the roadway opposite to its master's yard. It had been fighting, and manifestly had a savage opponent, for its throat was torn away, and its belly was slit open, as if with a huge savage, as if with a savage claw. Later, by the lateness... You're never... Later, by the kindness, you're just gonna die reading this. <laughs> I am, by the kindness of the Board of Trade Inspector. Excuse me! I, I have been per permitted to look over the logbook of the demeanor, which is in order, up to within three days, but contain nothing of special interest except as to the facts of missing men. The greatest interest, however, is with regard to the paper found in the bottle, which was today produced at the inquest, and more strange narrative than the two between them unfolded it has not been my lot to come across, as there is no motive for concealment. I am permitted to use them, and accordingly send you a, a rescript, simply omitting technical details of seamanship and supercargo. It almost seems as though the captain had been seized with some kind of mania before he had got well into blue water, and that and that this had developed persistently throughout the voyage. Of course, my statement must be taken cum grano. Since I am, uh, stop it. Uh, yes, C-U-M. It's very funny. Since I am writing from the dictation of a clerk in the Russian consul who kindly translated for me, time being short, log... My, no, 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 it's my turn. <clears throat> Log of the Demeter, Varna the Whitby. This Written, is a Russian. I don't care. Written 18... I'm reading it if you're not doing it in an accent. <laughs> Hold on a sec, I gotta get it. I can't stop laughing. You need to do Russian accent. Written 18 July. Things so strange happening that I shall keep accurate notes for till we land. So on 6 July, we finished taking in cargo, silver sand, and Adidas shoes, along with <laughs> sweat clothes that we don't actually jeans. need. So many counterfeit jeans. And also, Five. we have golden chains that go down to the middle, and we shave our chests, but I swear we are not queer. We are also, we have a Oh, there's a Russian gay poor bus. Of Thai, <laughs> Thai man girls. Oh, we will get such a price for them. At noon, set sail. East wind, fresh. Crew, five hands, two mates, cook, and myself. Captain. Captain. On Captain. 11. Captain. <laughs> Don't. Uh, really love the episode this week, by the way. Oh, thank you. Log. It was very good. Oh, thank you uh, very much. On 11 July, at dawn, encountered Bosphorus. Boarded by Turkish Customs Office, Bakshish. What the fuck is that? Bakshish. It's it's like it's it's like baklava except made with diarrhea. <laughs> it's instead of honey. <laughs> what do you think we eat out here in Russia? 
I wonder if we do we have any Russian listeners? We gotta I have. I don't at know. Least maybe. Yeah. All correct. Underway at 4 p.m. on July 12th. The Darnadale, the one Dardanelles. Again. More customs officers and flagboat of guarding squadron. Bakshish again. Work of officers thorough, but quick. Want us off soon at Dark Past Archipelago. <laughs> what the fuck is this? He's just his log. Yeah, it's just his log. <laughs> Today I brought out webcam. Jacked off in front of webcam. Shaved Finally my balls. Finally make video that I want where men have no pants. <laughs> and in these, I was able to make 150,000 rubles. That's about $10. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not that their economy's not that bad anymore. It was pretty bad during the mid, it was mid to late bad. 80s. I think they said, was it a million rubles was worth a dollar at one point? I don't it know. Was, it was fucking know. horrible. July past keep met, uh, metapen crew dissatisfied about something. <laughs> Seems scared, but I would not would not speak out. Perhaps put pants back on. Maybe <laughs> they start talk to me again. This is called the uh, uh, the Russian ship. Uh, a bang boat. <laughs> I can't help it if I want to rock out with my cock out. Each room has a webcam, and each room you can pay to come in and watch. We will do anything. We will sit there and put socks on if that is your fetish. I will just <laughs> take socks off and put them back on. Again. July 14th. Had to eat a man girl. <laughs> By that I mean the, the, the deck swabbing boy. <laughs> Uh, the peg boy. The peg is. Uh, 14th July on somewhat anxious about crew. Men, all steady fellows, who sailed with me before. Mate could not make out what was wrong. They only told him there was some thing and crossed themselves. <laughs> Mate lost temper with one of them that day and struck him. Expected fierce quarrel, but all was quiet. 16 July, mate reported in the morning, morning wood. That no. <laughs> <laughs> Come is the only protein we have now. <laughs> <laughs> Must stop drinking seawater. <laughs> For some reason, every time I pee, it comes out orange. <laughs> Petrovsky was missing. Oh, shit. <laughs> People are dropping like flies now. Uh -huh. Petrovsky was missing. Could not account for it. Took lard, uh, larboard? I thought it said lardboard. <laughs> Get the lardboard. Who's that? Uh, the big one. <laughs> Watch eight. Did he get stuck in tube at Wonka Factory too? <laughs> Took larboard. Watch eight bells last night. Was relieved by Armanov, but could not go to bunk. Men more downcast than ever. All they, they all said they expected something of the kind. But would not say more there was something aboard. Mate getting very impatient with them. Feared some trouble ahead. Somebody died and you're just like, I fear trouble ahead. Someone just disappeared and you're like, whatever, stop it. Be <laughs> stop. happy. We, it's okay. He's in the Here, it, I'll uh, sing you a pleasant song. Just, I'll tell you where he is. What? <laughs> I'll tell you where he is. He is on the decomposing webcam in the, in the bottom of the ship. Just watch. Uh, you've been eating him for three days and you didn't know. I call it Armanov soup. <laughs> <laughs> July, yesterday, one of the men, Olgaren, came to my cabin. 
in an awestruck way, confided in me he thought there was a strange man aboard the ship. He said in his watch that he had been sheltering behind the deck house. There was a rainstorm, and he saw a tall, thin man who was not like any of the crew come up the companionway and go along the deck forward and disappear. <laughs> he followed cautiously, but when he got to the bows, found no one. The hatchways were all closed. Was in the uh, uh, he was in the panic of superstitious fear, but I'm afraid the panic may spread. To allay it, I shall today search the entire ship carefully from stern to stern. That's that's from the anus to the mouth. That's right. Yeah. Later that day, I got together the whole crew and told them, as they evidently thought there was someone on the ship. I said, there's no one here. <laughs> I said, <laughs> <laughs> I am the anal adventure. Uh, we would search from stem to stern. First mate angry, said it was folly, and to yield such foolish ideas would demoralize the men. Said he would engage him to keep them out of trouble. With the handspike, I let him take the helm. And there I tied him and fucked him on the cam, and he liked it, but I got a little poop on the end of my dick, so I had That's to wash right. it off. So we turned it. around, and then he blew me while I... I, while I, he tickled my balls, and then we did a reverse cowgirl, which is difficult, but not impossible. And then he bent down and actually grabbed his ankles over a bowsprit, and I fucked him with a harpoon. Then we went down into the, the below, and then we started just grabbing food and just rubbing it all over our naked bodies. <laughs> this is called the bang boat. <laughs> this is the bang. Welcome to bang boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope bang there's bang a thin bang man. Bang That's the theme for the show. Bang boat, bang boat, bang bang bang, boat boat boat, bang boat. Bang boat. Bang bang boat. Here on the lovely bang boat, we do <laughs> Russian gay things because all the best gay porn is from Russia. Take off our Adidas. How long has that show been running? Uh, uh, Twenty something S years. SVU is SVU. I think James could tell me. You want me to find? I'm without googling. No, it? no, no. I mean, I think it's been more than twenty years since the original. Oh, thirty. No, oh, thirty. Nineteen ninety, really? man. Nineteen ninety. I'm sure it was. You know what? All right, Google. All right, Google. Yeah, ask your phone. How long has law... <laughs> All I did was put in law, and it says, how long has law and order been on? The first episode of Law and Order premiered on September 13th, 1990. Jesus Christ. Right after the wall came down. How come everyone keeps talking about The Simpsons being on for so long? 1987. Fuck. Yeah, I know. It's, I'm not saying it's... I mean, Law and Order has been on that log. 1990. Ugh. Three extra years. Hold on. How long has The Simpsons, the Sims, the Simpsons been on TV? I can't do it. Hold I don't on. think The Simpsons came on in, in 87. 89. Yeah, okay. 662 episodes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's going to be... Uh, pretty soon it's just going to be... There's going to be a Law and Order station. Yeah, it's if there isn't USA. one already. <laughs> <laughs> Read. Okay. Trouble with handspike. I let him take the helm while, <laughs> while the rest <laughs> began to a thorough search, all keeping abreast with lanterns. We left no corner unsearched. 
as they were only I lose the accent after a while though uh-huh. <laughs> as there were only big wooden boxes there were no odd corners where a man could hide men much relieved uh, when search over went back to work cheerfully first mate scowled but said nothing but now that you're reading it in a regular voice you sound illiterate but it's because it's written log style, though. That's yeah, the thing. yeah. All right. 22nd, July. Rough weather last three days. All hands busy with sails. <laughs> no time to be frightened. Men seem to have forgotten their dread. Mate cheerful again. And all on good terms. Praised men. I'm reading it like a, like a haughty novel, like a haughty yeah, audiobook. I'm going to keep going here. Praised men for work in bad weather. Past Gibraltar and out through the straits. All well. 24th July. There seems some doom over the ship. Already had a hand short. I mean, already a hand short. And entering the Bay of Biscay with wild weather ahead. And yet last night another man lost, disappeared. Like the first, he came off his watch and was not seen again. All men in a panic of fear sent a round robin. Okay. Is that like sending out a dove? I don't know. Asking to have a double watch as they fear to be alone made angry fear there will be some trouble as either he or the men will do some violence to my butt i'm gonna do some violence <laughs> i'm good at i'm good at doing violence don't you dare don't you <laughs> man, don't you fuck with me i am good at violence i am so good i will violence the shit out of you <laughs> all right 28 july four days in hell <laughs> knocking about in a sort of maelstrom in the, the wind tempest no sleep for anyone. Men all worn out. Hardly. This sounds like the message that that uh, uh, the, the guy leaves in American Psycho. <laughs> Hi, what? this is Paul Allen. I'm going to be out of town for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Hardly know how we set a watch, since no one, uh, no one fit to go on. Second mate volunteered to steer and watch and let men snatch a few hours of sleep. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no, don't tell me to stop it. You know he's sitting there in his coffin. Yeah. He's scratching inside the it's coffin like, and he's, he's like in the dirt. He's like <laughs> When debating, sees still terrific. I feel them less as ship is steadier. Another tragedy tra tragedy tragedy. Twenty ninth July. No, twenty nine July, another tragedy. Had a single watch tonight as crew too tired to double. When morning watch came on deck, could find no one except steersman. Raised outcry, all came on deck. On on the poop deck. Everybody get it. Thorough get search, down but on no one deck. found. Are now without second mate and crew in a panic. Mate and I agreed to go armed henceforth and wait for any sign of a cause. <clears throat> Last night, rejoiced we were nearing England. Ha! Weather fine, all sails set. Re uh, retired, worn out, slept soundly. Awakened by mate telling me that both man of watch and steersman missing. Only self and mate, two hands left to the workship. First August, two days of fog, and not a sail sighted. Um, had hoped when in the English Channel to be able to see a single for help or it get in somewhere. Not having power to work sails, have run before wind. Dare not lower, as I could, as could not raise them again. We seem to be drifting to some terrible doom. Mate now more demoralized than either than either of men. That's what it says. That's what it says. It was written by Haydn this time. <laughs> Hold on. His stronger nature seems to have worked inwardly against himself. All right. Men are beyond fear, working stolidly 
and patiently. With minds made up to worst, they are Russian, he Romanian. 2nd August, midnight. Woke up from a few minutes sleep hearing a cry, seeming outside my port. <laughs> Stop it. I'm right outside your sphincter. <laughs> That's a port. Uh, no. It's your port. That's where I come in. <laughs> Could see, I should do that while I'm at work and see what happens. <laughs> just walk around and go. <laughs> and I'll just stand over the nurse while she's she's popping meds out of the pill packs. And I'll just be like. I'll like creep up with my hands over her shoulder. Yeah, that would be your last day <laughs> That'll go over. Well, actually, they'd probably laugh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Could see nothing in fog. Rushed on deck and ran against mate. Tells me he heard a cry and ran, but no sign of man on watch. One more gone. Lord help us, there is no God. Mate says we all we must be uh, mate says we must be past Straits of Dover, as in a four as in a moment of fog lifting. Shut up, cat! <laughs> of lifting saw North Foreland just as he heard the man cry out. So if we are now off in the North Sea, and only God can guide us in the fog, which seems to move us move with us. <laughs> he's like keeping the fog he's like oh, stay yeah. here water particles <laughs> I like you fog <laughs> and God seems to have deserted us you know what I'm gonna say yeah you already said it you don't need to do it again still no God 3rd August at midnight I went to relieve the man at the wheel and when I got I out uh, when I got to it I found no one there <laughs> just a man dressed in hot and chocolate sauce <laughs> Nothing but. <laughs> I am the anal avenger. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am Count Manny. Hear me roar. <laughs> That's how he roars. <laughs> the wind. I was... am going to murder him. I will kill Manny. <laughs> I will kill him. Uh, you know what's funny? You'll be like, I'll be. I'll call. You won't call for like a few months. And then all of a sudden, I'll be like, what did you do? And you're like, you were like, oh, I was out where you were, and you didn't even tell me you were here. You just fucking, you tortured him to death. <laughs> <laughs> the wind- they'll say, local weirdo killed. No one cares in the newspaper. <laughs> no one cares because of all the teenage girls in his basement were freed. Yeah. Most of them were freed. Never mind. What were you going to say? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You'll hear it. You'll hear it. Okay. It will forever Great. scar me. Yeah. Okay. I hope I never become famous. Actually, I, I do hope I become. I just hope. I just hope that if I do, people take this with a grain of salt. They'll be like, "Yeah, you, you'll be sitting. You'll finally you're getting interviewed on uh, fucking who knows Oprah. No, Oprah doesn't exist anymore. Ellen, and they're interviewing Can you, you about your book. Me about the Let Me Finish podcast. Yeah, and all of a sudden she'll be like, "We still haven't met in person," and she'll be like, "I flew your friend Jason out," and that'll be the surprise, and, and we'll have to sit there and explain to her what we did. Yeah, what like we did, years. why we made so many jokes about, you know, her dicks and cum and diarrhea and rubbing our dicks and diarrhea and then coming into the diarrhea, eating that diarrhea, then smearing it on, on, on children and then pushing those children into a pit and then laughing at them, throwing rocks covered with feces on them. And she'll be like, so what was that about? And, and we're then like, I'll be we like, don't know. I'll be like, hold on a sec. I, I forgot. Something about happens that. when Addie and I are together and that's what happens. <laughs> We should have met in grade school. <laughs> Who are those serial killers? Those two gay serial killers? I have no fucking clue. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll remember their up. names eventually. <laughs> no, I didn't make them up. 
<laughs> uh, the, uh, natural born <laughs> killers? I don't know. No, that would. Th- One second, I'll find it. You're just, just gonna put names. in the two gay serial killers. That's exactly what I'm gonna put in. The two gay. No, oh, well, that's his penguins serial. <laughs> I love it. What were their names? Come on. Fucky McFuckface. <sighs> no, it's not Fucky McFuckface. It was a pair. No, this is about people who are targeting gay guys. These were actual... Gay couple. Put in gay couple. Yeah, maybe. All right, anyway, I'll keep reading. At keep mid- reading. At midnight, I went to relieve the man at the wheel and went... Oh, I know. I'm sorry. I went... All right. It is here. I know it now. On the watch last night, I saw it. Like a man, tall and thin and ghastly pale. It was in the bows, and looking out, I crept behind it, and I gave it my knife, but the knife went through it as empty as air. And as he spoke, he took the knife and drove it savagely into space, then went on. Oh. <laughs> then he went on, but it is here. And that's how he goes off into smoke. He's like, <laughs> he just disappears. But it <laughs> is here, and I'll find it. It is in the hold, perhaps in one of the boxes. I'll unscrew them one by one and see. Don't do that. I'm telling you... I did that, and that was not good. You worked the helm, and with a warning look in his finger on his lip, he went below. There was uh, there was springing up a choppy wind, and I could not leave the helm. I saw him come back out on deck again with a, a tool chest and lantern. Sure, it was a tool chest. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it was a tool chest. Sure. We call this tool chest and lantern is really dildo with flashlight on another end. You put it in someone's butt and they walk around backwards to light the way. Jason's still looking for the gay serial killers, so he's he's missing everything. And go down to the forward hatchway. It's Leopold and Loeb. I have no idea who that is. That's who I was thinking of. I have no idea who that is. Uh, Leopold and Loeb. It was Nathan Leopold and Richard Loeb. They were wealthy and academically bright gay Chicago couple. Her murdered a boy in 1924 just for fun. Their story became one of the nation's most famous murder cases and was the basis for a lot of movies. They murdered a, a boy? Like a child? Yeah. Jesus. Including uh, Hitchcock's film Rope. Oh my um, god, yes, I remember that movie. Yeah. Didn't they have the boy like in a in a in a like a, a table? It was like a box table. So, yeah. Hold on, yeah. Leopold and Loeb. Mm. Oh my god. You horrible men. Yep. Well, anyway, I can only trust. Uh, I can only. T- uh, shit. Where am I? I can only trust in God and wait until the fog clears. Then, if I can't steer to any harbor with the wind, that is, I shall cut down the sails and lie by, signaling for help. Now, how come you haven't interrupted with Jonathan? <laughs> Jonathan Phillips uh, yet? I don't know. It is nearly all over now. Just as I was beginning to hope that the mate would come out f- calmer, for I heard him knocking away at something in the hull. And work is good for him. There came up the hatchway, a sudden, startled scream, which made my blood run cold. And up the deck he came, as if shot from a gun, a raging madman with his eyes rolling and his face convulsed with fear. Save me, save me, he cried, and then looked around from the blanket of fog. His horror turned into despair. And in a steady voice he said, You had better come too, Captain, before it's too late. He is here. I know the secret now. The sea will save me from him. <laughs> yeah, jump in the sea. Now that'll stop it from a smoke monster. I'm like the I'm like the island monster on Lost. I'll come stop. and get you. And it is all that is left. 
Before I could say a word or move forward to seize him, he sprang on the bulwark and deliberately threw himself into the sea. I suppose I know the secret too now. It was this madman who had got rid of the men one by one and he was followed them himself. God help me, how am I to account for all these horrors when I get to port? When I get to port, when will that be? Or will that ever be? It will never be. 4th August, still fog, which the sunrise cannot pierce. I know there is sunrise because I am a sailor. Why, el why else I know not? I dared not go below, and I dared not leave the helm. So I, here I stayed all night. And in the dimness of the night I saw him. God forgive me, but the mate was right, was right to jump overboard. It was better to die like a man, to die like a sailor in blue water. And you know water's not actually, but anyway. Uh, no yeah. man can Water adjust. doesn't have a color. <laughs> you know what it does have? Interesting properties. <laughs> it always reminds me of all the I things think. I expected you to say. <laughs> interesting properties was the lowest one. I never would have expected it. <laughs> it's less dense than itself as a solid than it is as a liquid. <laughs> you can't switch gears. That it's polar. Look, it's polar. It's a polar covalent. I I more expected you to say something like you know what else it has. Fish come. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> no, I can do. I can do serious. I know you. Water's can. very interesting. You know what else does that exact same thing? Antimony. What? So if anyone ever tells you that water's the only substance that 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 is less dense than itself as a solid than it is a lick as a liquid, you'd be like, no, antimony and bismuth and lots of other things. So no, Jesus didn't make water just for you, fuckface. Come on, he's anyway. seeing the he's seeing the monster man. <sighs> but I am a captain, and I must not leave my ship. But I shall baffle this friend or fiend or friend's my friend now. Yeah, I'll be your friend. I don't have friends. <laughs> come you want to come over and watch a porno? No, I was making one. We were making... Nah, <laughs> not that kind of porno. My pornos have boobies in them. There's not a single woman on the ship. <laughs> I, I make them, and I bring them everywhere I go in a big box. Out of what? <laughs> what do you make the boobies from? This per I got a projector here. <laughs> he, he makes titties out of nothing. <laughs> he's like, hold on a sec, titties, and they just float in the air. It's just a pair he's of like, boobies. Snap titties. They got little bat wings, and they fly around the ship. Do you think? <laughs> Here, I'll change gears back. Okay. Do you think that if there was just a tit monster, there like a like a human being that was covered in nothing but breasts? <laughs> And I bet you anything uh, there is a disease that has done that to somebody. Or nipples. That somebody would find that attractive. I'm sure there would be. But you just put your boobies all. Just all of them, all of the boobies. You, you know, they make you got a nipples sex, in your butt a, a, crack. A, a sex doll for men that is not much more than a pair of tits with a vagina right underneath them. It looks like a meatloaf. It's it's it is an abs it is so gross. Huh. Yeah, I've, I've seen... No head, no arms, no legs, just tits and, and vagina. I once knew a mentally handicapped guy. Uh-huh. He was joking around with me about what type of woman he wanted to have. And I was like, oh, really? What kind of woman do you want to have? And he sat there and he drew this picture. No. He drew it with crayon. Well, why did he have to draw a picture? <laughs> he said, this is the love of my life. And it was just a smiley face with a pair of boobs. It was just... <laughs> A, um, a head and boobs. That's all a it was. Head and tits. A head and tits. And he, this is the love of my life. Like it was. It was worse than Oswald. Just like what the oh fuck? Oh my god! And I, <laughs> and I kept the picture. <laughs> <laughs>
And then this thing comes walking in on its boobs <laughs> just ahead. Are you coming inside? Hello. All right. All right. But I am a... Oh. For I shall tie my hands to the wheel when my strength begins to fail. And along them I shall tie with that which he, it, dare cannot touch. <sighs> and then, come good or wind foul or foul, I shall save my soul and my and honor as my captain. I am growing weaker, and the night is coming on, and he look me in the face again. I may not have time to act. If we sorry, if we are wrecked, mayhap this bottle may be found, and those who find it may understand, if not. Well, then all men shall know that I have been true to my trust. Dude, jump ship. Just blow up the damn yeah. ship, Picard. Just blow up the damn... <laughs> Just blow up the no! damn ship! You broke your little ships. This totally changes the plot of the movie, by the way. There's no reason for this to happen. <laughs> Just, it's just so we can listen to him saying Shakespeare... Uh, not Shakespeare. Act. Uh, of, uh, 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 not Moby Dick. Moby Dick. That's the only reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it made me horny. Anyway... Of course it did. Oh, come on, it's Captain Buck. Dude, he makes you horny. Don't even give me that. He, I never saw him as a sex symbol. <laughs> you just don't get it, then. No, I don't. You need. Not only do you need to fall in love with a Captain Picard, you need to get your butt got <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll make sure. If I ever meet Patrick Stewart, I'm like, listen, my friend says I have to do this. Do you want jelly or do you want honey? Because you're licking my butthole before I leave. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, Ellen invites Captain Picard on because we both want to meet him so badly. And he was like, what the fuck was that? Just, what was that shit? Why? And we're both, Why? We're both just mesmerized because it's Captain Picard. I'm going to die soon. And this is how I'm going to be remembered. <laughs> Hold on. Bring out Ian McKellen, too. I want to watch him fuck you. He'd be up for it, so I don't want to. Yeah, that's too easy. <laughs> yeah, but you know that they. Yeah, but you know, you know, Captain Picard isn't gay. Yeah, I know. But he, you know what? He might just do it to try it. <laughs> Never tried cock before. I am an I explorer turned, I turned after him all. Into, I turned him into fucking Sean Connery. Uh, I'm, Never I'm tried now a butt cock explorer. before. But excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't have this one. This is the first <laughs> voice I ever did for you. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll never take it from me. Junior! Read the goddamn book! Of course the verdict was open one. <laughs> was an open one. There is no choice to a dunce. A, d a deuce? Okay. And whether or not the man himself committed the murders, there is now none to say. The folk hear almost universally that the captain is simply, captain, is simply a hero and that he is given to a public funeral. <laughs> Already it is arranged that his body be taken to the train um, of boats up at Esk for a piece then brought back to Tate Hill Pier and up from the Abbey Steps for he is to be buried in a churchyard on the cliff. The owners of more than a hundred boats have already given their names to wishing the fellow, uh, wishing to follow him to a good grave. No trace has ever been found of the great dog at which there is much mourning for with public opinion in its present state, he would, I believe, be adopted by it by the town. Tomorrow, we will. Uh, you know what? You know you want to adopt me? Tomorrow, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see the funeral, and so we'll end this one more mystery of the sea. It's your turn. Let's let's end there. No, we do, we're supposed to do an hour and a half, motherfucker. We got fifteen minutes left. 
Oh, do we? Well, we're not going to be able to... Oh, God damn Nina it. Nina Murray's journal. Nina Murray, Murray's journal. Hold on. <laughs> Lucy was very restless all night, and I, too, could not sleep. The storm was fearful, and it boomed loudly amongst the chimney pots. It made me shudder. When a sharp puff came, came it seemed to be like a distant gun. Strangely <laughs> enough, Lucy did not wake. <laughs> but she got up twice and dressed herself. Fortunately, that means they were naked in bed. Fortunately, each time I awoke in time, I managed to undress her without waking her, like in the old days, where I'd explore every nook and cranny of her naughty little body. I licked, I licked her butthole. <laughs> well, a woman's butthole is probably cleaner than a man's butthole. And got her back to... Why? <laughs> because it's 1820. I don't know. <laughs> it is a... <laughs> It is very strange thing. You know what, though? An, an 18th, a, a 19th century woman, her butthole probably never saw the light of day. From the moment she was born until she died, the butthole... Ne Neither has mine. <laughs> you've never... You've never been Stuck naked outside. Stuck my butt at the sun and went, yeah, get your fill. <laughs> you've never been naked outside? Ever? Not even at a pool party? Like, naked like outside during the during the day? No, never. All right, but you do know that moonlight would still be the light of day, right? Well, I mean, technically, yeah. That, that so your butthole has seen the light counts. of day. It hasn't. It's on moonlight. You didn't, That's you different. didn't bend over and grab your feet and go like, <laughs> take a look at the moon, butthole. <laughs> Wee! Everyone you, else that was everyone else that was like skinny that dipping was like. Flamingos. Everyone else that was skinny dipping, including the woman that was was holding me at the time, was like, what are you doing? I'm just showing the moon. I'm showing my moon the moon. Get it? When you, when you get into Where a you hot going? tub, you're like boiling your butthole with your friends. Yeah, you're basically cooking your junk. <laughs> you're making taint stew. I'm, like, I'm going under the water. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, fortunately, oh, no, it's your turn. Well, I don't even know. Fortunately, each time I awoke in time, managed to undress her without waking her and got her back to bed. Uh, I read that part. As soon as her will is thwarted in any physical way, her intention, if there be any, disappears, and she yields herself almost exactly to the routine of her life. Early in the morning, we both got up and went down to the harbor to see if anything had happened in the night. There were very few people about, and though the sun was bright and the air was clean and fresh, the big, grim-looking waves that seemed dark themselves because the foam that topped them was like snow forced themselves through the narrow mouth of the harbor like a bullying man going through a crowd. Somehow I felt glad that Jonathan was not on the sea last night, but on land. But, oh, is he on land or sea? Where is he, and how? Am I, I am getting... F Fearfully anxious about him. Well, if I only knew what to do and could do anything. I'm on the wind. 10 August. The funeral of the poor sea captain today was most touching. Every boat in the harbor seemed to be there, and the coffin was carried by captains all the way from Tate Hill Pier up to the churchyard. Lucy came with me, and we went very early to our old seat, whilst the courtier of boats went up the river to the viaduct and came down again. We had a lovely view and saw the procession early, nearly all the way. The poor fellow was laid to rest quite near our seat, so that we stood on it when the time came and saw everything. Poor Lucy seemed much upset. She was restless and uneasy all the time, and I cannot but think that her dreaming at night is telling is telling on her. She is quite odd mm -hmm. in one thing. Beaver she ducks. will not 
<laughs> she will not admit to me that there are any cause for restlessness, or, if there be, she does not understand it herself. There is an additional cause in that poor old Mr. Swales was found dead this morning on our seat, his neck being broken. Wait, wait, wait. The old man that fucking... Was, yeah, the old man. He, his neck was broken? Yes. That's what you evidently, get for fucking with my girlfriends. <laughs> as the doctor said, fallen back in the seat in some sort of fright, for there was a look of fear and horror on his face that the men said made them shudder. Poor dear old man. Perhaps he had seen death with his, with his dying eyes. Lucy is so sweet and sensitive that she feels... That was not in my version of the book, by the way. Huh? Perhaps he had seen death with his dying eyes. That was not in... The, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I paid for this. I paid 95 cents for this. Just now, <laughs> she was quite upset by a little thing which I did not much heed, though I myself very fond of animals. One of the men who came up here often to look for the boats was followed by his dog. The dog is always with him. They are both quiet. I will kill your They are both quiet dog. persons, and I never saw the man angry, nor heard the dog bark. During the service, the dog would not come to its master, who was on the seat with us, but kept a few yards off, barking and howling. Its master spoke to it gently, and then harshly, and then angrily. Then he kicked it. Then he said, do you want to get my dick again? And the dog howled and ran away. But it would neither come nor cease to make a noise. It was a sort of fury with its eyes savage. The poor and dog. all its hairs <laughs> bristling out like a cat's tail when puss is on the warpath. <laughs> Finally, That was the like man, the most, that was like the weirdest sentence. It was very sexual. Yes, it is. Pretty weird. Finally, the man, too angry, too, got angry and jumped down and kicked the dog. And then he Aww. took it by the scruff of the neck and half dragged it, half threw it on the tombstone on which the seat is fixed. The moment it touched the stone, the poor thing became quiet and fell into a tremble. It did not try to get away, but crouched down, quivering and cowering, and was in such a pitiable state of terror that, it, that I tried, though without effect, to comfort it. Lucy was full of pity, too, but she did not attempt to touch the dog, but looked at it in an ag agonized sort of way. I greatly fear that she is of too super sensitive a nature to go through the world without trouble. She will be dreaming of this tonight, I am sure. The whole agglomeration of things. The ship steered into port by a dead man, his attitude tied to the wheel with a crucifix and beads, the touching funeral, the dog now furious and now in terror, will all afford material for her dreams. I think it will be for the best for her to go to bed, tired out physically, so I can take f take her for a long walk by the cliffs to Robin Hood's Bay and then back. She ought not to have much inclination for sleepwalking then. All right. Now we're done. Okay, everybody, that's it. You didn't. We're you didn't deep even in it now. Someone's gonna come and suck on her. And I bet it's Dracula. Nah, it's me. I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna staple her eyes open, and I'm gonna cut out her fucking tongue, and then Someone's I'm gonna... gonna touch her privates and her, and her boobies. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure her butthole and... sees the light of day. Okay. <laughs> 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 the way you said it was like, it's common for everybody's butthole to see the light I of day. I just mean be out in the open. Like if you're I if you, when they take that, baths, but... like do they they probably wore fucking underwear. It's improper. It's improper. <laughs> I must wear my bathing clothes. I I'm so gross. Mm. I'm full <laughs> of yeast. Leaking out of me.
I'm tired of taking this stick and stuffing rags up me. Oh, God. <sighs> no. What? They wore like a kind of washable belt or something, right? They, they had something. A washable belt? They had something. What are you even talking about now? I don't know. Menses. Women's menses. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they probably just stuffed wads of, like, like fucking, you know, hair. <laughs> I don't. Oh, the, you mean the least? How absorbent would that be? I don't know. Hair can absorb a lot of blood. Can it? Uh, don't ask me how I know that. How do you know that? I've cut my head. Oh, have you? I've cut my head, too. Yeah. When you wash your hair late, even even after like the next day, if after you wash your hair, there's still blood there. I've also smacked a few people with ballpeen hammers just for fun, just to see. And like, fuck you, I'll kill your dog. You you fucking cut me <laughs> off in traffic. So I've, I've to, actually, you took the cart that I wanted at the supermarket. Now I have this squeaky one. Quick, 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 quick. The wobbled, wobbly wheel. Not only did he cut me off, but he stole that one. He stole the best cart in the bunch. That's right. <laughs> I put my name on that cart. I wanted the last rotisserie chicken. You fucking took it, you piece of shit. Why is rotisserie chicken from the supermarket so good? Uh, because they put ten tender loving care and i don't know they fist them they, yeah, they have a grandma that kisses each one before it goes in i'm dying i have so much salmonella i kissed my grandchild and they died on the spot they probably cook it in ammonia maybe my lips imagine, hurt so bad imagine if that what? is actually the key secret to cooking a is good they cook them in ammonia <laughs> just sit there and cook it in liquid ammonia and then, and then, or no, I'm sorry, you let it sit in ammonia first, and then you cook it. You let it drip cook in, in the rotisserie and keep buttering when it. When my son worked at Safeway, he cooked those chickens. Mm. You know how I cook a turkey? How you turkey cook a turkey? I think I have, I, I have told this before, but my, this was my father's method, so you, you can get an idea of where I learned how to fucking eat the way I do. Okay. Like, he buys, he buys the biggest one. He doesn't buy, like, the little, like, oh, we're doing a six-pound. Why is he buying the biggest? Okay. Because he fine. usually has, like, like five or six people over. Like, it's seven, oh, eight, okay. nine, ten sense. sometimes. So he yeah. rips out all the stuff from the center, and he, yeah. he makes his own stuffing. Like, he, oh, he so actually cooks bread. That's awesome. He cooks bread. Like, yeah. it, sometimes he just does Italian bread. He buys it and then, and then cuts it up after yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. But then he also cuts up the celery. He also cuts up, like, he gets, like, sun-dried, sun-dried tomatoes. Does he put that. the giblets in it? Uh, sometimes. Um, but in, in okay. order for that all to stick together, he uses bacon grease. Good for him. And then he, he, he puts the bake he puts the actual cooked bacon <coughs> in the stuffing. Then he stuffs the bird. But with with as it's after it's stuffed to capacity, he takes like three sticks of butter and shoves it around <laughs> the inside. And then what he does is over the top he actually like he actually takes pieces of tin foil and wraps it around sticks of butter, but leaves an opening yeah. so that you sit it on top of the turkey and it won't move. It just drips the butter. Okay. So he doesn't do have you to want, baste do it. Do you want a, a simple way to cook a really good turkey? Deep fry it? No. no. I, never, I don't believe in that shit. Um, salt. Just salt the outside with coarse salt. Oh, he does that. When you think you've put too much salt, put more salt on it. And then stuff the cavity with um, the cavity. <laughs> uh, fruits and vegetables that have a lot of moisture in them. Like apples or, <laughs> apples or oranges and onions and stuff like that. I never cook the stuffing in the bird. Oh, well, he, um, he does outside stuffing as well. Oh, well, that's good. He also does vegan stuffing for my brother. But salt the inside and outside of the bird, and then you cook it, and it turns golden brown, and it's delicious. 
and wonderful. But I mean, the amount of butter that he uses along with the amount of That's salt. That's a lot of butter. He Does he uses... put it under the skin? Oh, yeah. And he holds okay. it there with, with tinfoil. I told you that. Wow. He, he usually, he literally encases it in tinfoil with these, these like, tri- and these rectangular wads that sit off of the <laughs> It looks like a spaceship. But he, he puts a lot of salt on it and in it, too. And it's fried yeah. in, in salted butter. Uh-huh. My, my father, when he makes a bagel, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> he, here we he go. He cooks it half burned. But then he pulls out a stick. Of, he does margarine, but I, I actually got him into eating butter because mar- butter's better for you than margarine. It is. I, he, he will cut up. He does like a whole tablespoon for, and, and just cuts up each tablespoon and lays it around the bagel <laughs> yes. until it's just filled with quarter and like eight sticks of butter <sighs> and then he cuts it up again and then does that on the other side and just sits there and eats it <laughs> like, <laughs> I once saw him I once saw him open you know canned potatoes uh-huh. right they're already soft so what he yeah. does is he, he gets a little bowl and he puts the canned potatoes in there and then he puts butter in it. <laughs> and then does he microwave he it puts, or does he, he just... He puts cheese on top of it with mozzarella and like <laughs> Parmesan Romano. And then he puts a little pepper and then he puts a little salt and then he microwaves it. And he just sits there and he... eats it. Like... I wonder if he'd like poutine. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah. No, he, w- he would have eaten it. He, he goes to Montreal pretty often. Oh, yeah, then he probably loves poutine, because that's just cheese and fries and the prostitutes, which are completely legal up there. Yeah, are they really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it... uh, I wonder what a Canadian prostitute's like. Excuse me. Probably very polite. (laughs) No, no, no. She's... Go fuck yourself. What? French Canadian prostitute. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) I will go... I will tell you to go fuck yourself where I am fucking... Hey, why don't you come here and fuck me? (laughs) I'm a Canadian prostitute. I'm French Canadian. I almost. I <laughs> where's your accordion? But that's Italian. Why don't you do all my holes? Actually, no. It's eh? French too. They do. They do accordion. Come on, you like it? <laughs> Hold on a second. I am Russian prostitute stuck in Canada. <laughs> where is the bank here? boat? <laughs> the the, the bank boat. He walks up. He's like, "Excuse me, sir. Bank boat. What would you like from among from amongst my ladies? Oh, you would like a woman who is perfectly comfortable with you putting butter all over her and making it off. <laughs> Actually, what I want is a woman that's just tits and a vagina. <laughs> this guy just wants a head with tits. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this guy wants a woman with nine arms. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of springing out of her neck, kind of like an obscene kind of like. And the rest of her is nipples. (laughs) (laughs) It's just filled in with nipples. Uh, Do you think that there are women who fantasize about men that have like several penises? Yeah. Well, there is a guy with two fully functioning penises. Yeah, I know, and he's dating the woman that has two fully functioning vagina. That's just I. You know what? Honestly, when I heard about it, I was like, "Well, that's cool." And then when I heard him answering all the questions, I was just like, "Eh." I don't fucking care. Like, the allure eh? of it is like I saw it and then it's that's it. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I, I mean, can you imagine for me? Are they a side that by side? Surprise I mean, how are they the arranged least. on his body? That's so funny to me. How are they arranged on his body? Side by side. Are I they think. side by side? Weird. Here, let me Google it okay. and I'll send you the picture. <laughs> Does he has four testicles? No, he only has two, two testicles. Oh. But they both, they both like he can make he can make each one masturbate and come. I mean, well, he can make each one. Wait. He can masturbate each one, and both of them he can have... make them masturbate. You masturbate that one. 
Here, I'm going to Google it. I wonder if he's ever tried to dock himself. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. He probably does. Man with two penises. Please don't put this in. Please. I don't Images. need to see. Your dis- your description is good enough. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's good, side by side. It, it's good enough for me. Oh, wow. That's, I'm not sending it no. to you. I'm just looking at it. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, been a while. Since you're I totally it. distracted now. You're like, wow. Yeah, it's all right. Oh my god, there's like an old, there's like an old Grey's Anatomy photo of someone else who had two penises. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, he's found something to keep himself preoccupied for the rest of the evening. No, no, I'm gonna go eat a Klondike bar and probably fall asleep. Oh, neat. I gotta go cook dinner. Oh, your family doesn't eat. Don't feed them. Feed them cat. Oh, and just pour cat food in bowls. That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm feeding them the cat. <laughs> Feed them the cat and in the cat food. That cat is so old. There's no meat on it. It's the only thing keeping it alive is spite. How old is? <laughs> like almost twenty. No. Really? Yeah, she's up there. Oh wow. When we adopted her, she was already fully because we don't know how old she is, but she was already already. You know. You know. My my kid my my dog one of my daughter's dogs had to be put to sleep. He was an eighteen year old Boston Terrier. Oh my god! He, like all of his skin had—I mean, all of his his fur had been scratched. His skin off. had fall off. <laughs> no, his skin fell off too. He was this blind monstrosity Actually, walking he was. into walls. He was. Oh, that poor poor. They boy. they were like he's suffering. Like just like why does he keep on living? He was really mean to yeah. everybody else, but he loved me. He loved I because would, there's no. There's no predators. Yeah. There's nothing to pick it off. Yeah. I would I would pick him like at first he he didn't like me but then I would like I would I would walk over with my long fingernails and scratch his belly and he was like all right I like this guy this this is Aww. the guy I like. Oh, yeah. you made me sad for dogs. Now. He was tw- I will kill your fucking dog. <laughs> it was me. They just gave Bye the dog everybody. to me and I fucking cut its throat and then let it cut its. its okay, that's <laughs> we're good. Right. Okay, good everybody. So yeah, that well, that happened on our show, Ellen. What what about it? You want to make a beef? You want to make a yeah? <laughs> Why'd you bring us on the fucking show just to throw this in our face now that we're famous? Yeah. We'll fucking kill your dog, Ellen. <laughs> <I will> k- <laughs> oh. <laughs> you might want to cut that out. Nope. And then all of a sudden she's like, "But you just said that you wanted." <laughs> <laughs> what? And you guys Are you even did dance a meta analysis of what it would be like if I found out about this podcast. What did you expect me to oh. do? Not find out about it? I expected you to dance goofy and maybe have someone scare us at some point and we're in the lobby, you'd come out and say boo, not like throw our entire podcasting history. Why are at you us. famous? Now that <laughs> Oh, uh, because we went on that murder spree. <laughs> no no no. I'm saying she, I'm asking her. You did a show during the nineties. She was a comedian too. She was a popular comedian prior to the show. She was okay. Kind of like Casablanca. No, she was a popular comedian prior, she's like, prior she's like to the show. Casablanca. What? She's just okay. She, everything is Casablanca to you. How's your sandwich? I like Casablanca. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good uh, night, everybody. Good. How good. was the rim job? Yeah. Casablanca. No, no. The rim job would be. Oh wow! Because it's still happening right <laughs> that now. That was Fight Club good. <laughs> that was. <laughs> that, that was Fight Club good. <laughs> Alright, bye everybody. That was 1999. All the movies in 1999. Good. Uh, okay, every single one? Every single one. Okay. Even The Matrix and even Star Wars Episode 1. Oh my god. And The Sixth Sense. <laughs> Me, so I like your butthole. And American Beauty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> Don't do that voice. <laughs> Me, so I like your butthole. <laughs> Me, so put my legs behind my head. <laughs> 
Misa like it when you poke me in the ass, Master Qui-Gon. You suspect me, call me bad boy. <laughs> I like wrap my my ear thing and my jiggies around your face. Then all of a sudden his voice changes pull. like pull my ears. <laughs> pull my ears hard. Put my face on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Put my face on your face. Alright. Good night everybody. Good yeah, good. Good whatever, night everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Right, goodbye, everybody. The Lemmy Finish Podcast is a Lemmy Listen Podcast production with Atticus Blake and Jason Harding, with music by Kevin McLeod. Produced by Jason Harding. You can find more Lemmy Listen Podcasts at our website at www.letmelistenpodcasts.com. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, and iTunes. Please like and leave a review. And thank you for listening.